What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out, there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. up you guys and welcome back to the do your crap podcast this is your host mike Folsom, and we've got an incredible guest with us today her name is christine miles and she is a leading business consultant known as the listening guru she is the author of the best-selling and critically acclaimed book what is it costing you not to listen y'all if you are in sales if you're building a business if you're working with clients this is going to be one you do not want to miss. So let's dig in to the combo with Christine. Here. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here we go. All right. I am so excited, Christine, to dig in with you. Um, before we do, first of all, welcome to the show. We're so honored to have you. Thank you so and, much for having me. Of course. And so I just want to really give my listeners first, just a really good understanding of who you are, what's your story? How did you get into this work? And then we can kind of dig into the meat. Well, I think my story probably isn't that different than many of your listeners because we all have a story and it goes back pretty early into life. So how I got into being so involved in helping others learn to listen differently started for me when I was about five. So the reason for that is that I had a mother who had psychological issues. She came by them very honestly. She was, um, she lost her mother from being born. And so she was set up for a lot of early pain. But on the surface, you'd never know it. Loving, charismatic, warm, sunny, a lot of darkness underneath. Um, And my job, part of that was to understand her pain. So I started to pay attention to things that weren't said from a very young age. 
I also had a father who was an entrepreneur who listened very intimately to his clients. And they were, he told stories, he talked about their feelings, their emotions. He knew so much about them and it was so personal. So I lived in a world where he was, his business was in our home. So I, I paid attention very carefully to him as well. And then I knew as early as high school, I was overachieving relative to any confidence I had because I had this thing that I could listen to understand people in a different way. And I found that over the course of my career, that the more I focus on listening and that problem of not listening, the more I realized listening really solves a lot of problems. So this has been a personal passion and a, and a career passion my entire life. I love it. And what a beautiful thing to be able to bring a personal passion into the work that you build a life around. It's a gift. It is. It's a real gift. Yeah. I love it. Okay. I'm so excited to dig into this. I feel like what, one of the things that you said already that I'm like, oh my gosh, that's such a nugget. As you said, you paid attention to the things that weren't said. And Mm -hmm. I think this is the, this is something that most people probably don't naturally think about. That's not something that is probably like you, it's a natural thing that you, you were able to do this. Is this something that we can learn that we can figure out how to navigate if that's not something that we're already doing naturally? Yeah. And I don't even know that I had it naturally. I, I, I used to think that I had kind of more of this intuitive stuff and I, and I'm not saying I don't have any of that because my mother was intuitive, but as I really think about it, and I even watch my nieces who are older now, there's a, there's a real cadence to how they listen. They're 16 and 23. And I'm kind of, I'm so aware of like, wow, well, they've been, they've been experiencing this their ent- entire life. So yeah they're learning. So it was really a matter of me deconstructing it in a simple tra- way that can transform anybody. Now it's like going skiing. The, the later you get on the mountain, it's a little bit harder because right. we have to unlearn habits, right? Overcome our fears. So earlier is better, but absolutely we, we transform how people listen. And I say, we, the, the company that I have and the people that work with me starting day one of the work that we do together. And we hear stories of how it's transformed not only their business lives, but their personal lives. We've never been taught how to listen. Did you ever have a course on listening? No, heavens no. Yeah, I mean, I I just, so this is why I wrote the book. Yeah. Which was, I want to create a mission where we have it backwards, right? We're, We're teaching people to tell, talk, and know. And then we're wondering why they don't listen, even though universally people say listening is super important. We don't even in our elementary schools and our high schools and our colleges, even in corporate America, only 2% of people have had any kind of listening training. This is, this is so powerful. I think it's something that building a business online has helped me make this a priority. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, if I want to really serve the people that I want to help, I've got to know what they need. I've got to know their struggles. I've got to know. So I've had to learn how to listen and Mm -hmm. ask, you know, but it's like, it's true. I've never thought about the fact that that is such a pivotal piece of that puzzle. I've never been like, oh yeah, I would never identify that. Oh yeah. Listening is a strength, you know? Well, you can have a conversation with somebody without ever talking to them because you can start to try to understand what their story might be or is even before you. And that's what we're doing online, right? We're trying to understand our audience intimately before we even connect with them personally. So that's a listening skill. And it is part of really being able to uncover things. And again, hear what isn't said. 
So it is intentional though. It is it, being a good listener and, and listening to understand, which is the, the way I believe we should be listening, not to agree, not to just attend to the listener, may mean I'm paying attention. That's a big thing that kind of drives me nuts. We're underachieving. We need to listen to truly understand and discover insight in a conversation. So we can do that with, without ever having the conversation. And then once we get into the conversation, we're much further down the road. So powerful. Okay. So let's dig into some of the goods. Like if someone's like, okay, where do I even begin? How do I become a better listener? What does that look like? What is it going to take? Let's, let's teach them some things. Okay. So the first thing you need to know is it's not your fault. And we're all bad listeners. And the reason it's not your fault is not only that we're not trained and we're told to listen, like think about it from a very young age, listen, 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 not, not really taught how. But secondly, we have a lot of enemies of listening that are just increasing as we go into more of a digital world. So the biggest enemy of listening is our brain. Mm -hmm. We have a very powerful, we have two major parts of our brain. We have the conscious brain and the subconscious brain. And the subconscious brain is where most things are happening out of our awareness. And that brain is in charge and is telling us to do everything but listen. So whether that's telling ourselves a story that we're not aware of, whether that's we're distracted, whether that's we're, we're trying to argue or we're trying to rehearse, there's lots of things that our brain tells us to do that is taking us off of how to listen. Okay, love it. So what? you don't have to blame your spouse all the time. <laughs> right? You can say, all right, I know you don't know how, but let's figure that out. Right. <laughs> let's it's figure so that true, out. Though. How many wives are probably frustrated because their spouse is like in the room, but not actually in the room. And yeah. it's like, it's just, that's just like normal. That's just how yeah. things are these days. You're like watching this or you're listening to that, or you're reading that mm -hmm. on your phone and conversations are happening. It's like, this is, this is. Yeah. Oh gosh. Okay. Well, and it is, it is. So women are wired in their brains to to be better at this because of the multitasking thing. There's a way our brains, left brain and right brain are connected. So that's part of why men are a little worse at it. But, <laughs> but honestly, universally men and women are both bad listeners because yeah. we haven't been taught and the brain's in charge. And so yeah. It's, and it's not just what's distracting us. It's also that maybe we're impatient or we just want to solve the problem and mm. we know what the fix is. And this is an important sales thing because we, if we try to solve, which is selling, right? We're problem solving. Mm. If we try to do that too soon, then we're, we're losing the sale because we didn't seek to understand before we, we, we seek to solve. That's a problem in marriages. That's a problem with our kids. That's a problem with our customers. So it's counterintuitive that we actually have to slow down before we speed up to the solution. And we know oh, this, yeah. but we don't really know how to do it. So let's speak directly. We have a lot of, I want to two different, first, we're going to hit it with sales. Let's hit it from mm -hmm. a business standpoint for someone who's like, oh shoot, that's probably me. Like I'm coming in hard and heavy. Like I know yeah. what's going to solve their problem. I'm confident in it. I want to just wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Get it in their hands. Mm -hmm. How do, how do we take a step back, slow down, truly listen, unpack all of that? Well, the first thing is you got to know that's what's happening because it's a sales trap and mm -hmm. we tend to rush to the sale, especially if somebody shows interest. Yeah. Sometimes the person rushing to the solution is the, the customer. And then you do that and then you've lost them. I, 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 my first career, I was a therapist. I started my first 
five years of my career pretty intensively trained. And one of the things I realized is people come in and say, hey, what do I need to do? Tell me how to solve the problem. And I fall hook, line and sinker. And I'd start, <laughs> and then I'd start telling them and they go, wait a minute, I'm not doing that. And I thought, well, you just told me to tell you. <laughs> so knowledge and experience is the enemy of listening because the oh. more we know, the more we think we know, the more we're going to be inclined to solve. Yeah. And so even if you're right, the inclination is people need to feel understood mm. before they'll take your advice. So there's, so we can walk through that in a moment, but that's really the, the most important thing. If you know the answer, hold it until they're ready to hear it. And the only way they're going to be ready is if they truly believe you understand them. I love that. That's gold. You guys rewind that and listen to it again. That was such a nugget. So let's walk through that. Let's walk that through that process. So the, one of the things that I realized is listening is really hard. So I've been doing it for so long. Again, almost thought it was intuitive. And, and, and you even said it, the things you've done, you've learned to do. Mm-hmm. So this is a skill. Yeah. And so your, your husband was a football player. I always say Tom Brady and I can both throw a football, right? But he's probably a little better at it. And so maybe a little, <laughs> just a little maybe a field hockey. I might beat him, but there we go. Uh, what's the differentiator? It, well, somebody would say, well, it's the amount of hours Tom Brady put in. Okay. Well, that's true. But it's really the, the proficiency with which and efficiency with which they do the skill and the accuracy. Yeah. So having the right tools is really important. So the analogy that I've kind of come up with is we, we're all going on a hike when we're in a conversation and you wouldn't go into the woods, right, for three weeks to try to get from one end to the other without any tools in your backpack. That would be crazy. You would think I'm not going to survive. I need food. I need this. I need that. We go into conversations completely unprepared. So when we're not prepared, we don't know how to slow down and not start solving the problem or arguing or disagreeing. So the first thing is to to really know you got to load your backpack with these tools. And we call that the listening path. It's really the path to understanding. So we take that one tool at a time. And there's really six that you can use independently. But when you marry them together, you're, you're really a Tom Brady of listening. I love it. Is that something that we can, can we go over those six things? Mm-hmm. Let's sure. do it. Yeah. So, so the first one is you really have to know where you are on the, the listening trail. So whenever you're in a conversation, you're really getting a story from somebody that might be a 30 second story. That might be the story of your kid's day. That might be the story of your husband or your wife's problem. Um, or in, in the cust- case of your customers, it might be, what are their needs, right? That's mm-hmm. a story. So first you need the map. You need to know, well, I don't even know where I am on the trail. So if you know where point A to point, you know, Z is, you, you know where to travel. So as when you're, when you're the listener, you're the guide that's going to say, we're going to make sure we stay on the main trail. We're going to make sure I know exactly where I've got to guide you to go. So just orienting. So we have a map that really helps cement that and helps you understand, all right, now I know where we're traveling. So now I can be the guide. I love that. That's such a, yeah, that's such a simple visual too, because thinking about it from a sales perspective, when someone reaches out and is like, Hey, I'm interested in this. Tell me about it. And then your automatic thing is like to give them all the information, but, but where are they on the map? Like, where are they on the journey? Because that's going to shift what you share, how you share it, the information that you get. That's right. So that's such a simple reminder of like, okay, step back. Let's figure out where you're at and then we right. can take a step forward. So that's right. Love it already. Number one, love it. And, and so we'll get to this, but what you just did is a really important part of listening. 
which is just to reflect what you heard. And we'll talk more about where that fits on that. But most people don't do what you just did. And so that's a, that's a gap too. We, we think that I said it, you heard it, therefore we're on the same page. We're moving on. <laughs> All you have to do is look at a marriage or a partnership oh, and you yeah. go, that's not how it works. And is that because you were bad and I'm good or he's good and I'm whatever? No, it's because we only retain 17 to 25% of what we hear. And what we hear is different than what listening is. So there's a gap just in the way our brains are working. So there's a lot of misalignment that we're not even aware of. I love that. I love that. I've never even thought about that either. Okay. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So the first is the map. First is the map. The second is, and again, story is kind of the way to anchor you in the tool, the, the path itself. And so Hollywood will tell you that stories have beginning, middles, and ends, right? We, we watch movies and we, we know that. There's really what we call four milestones. Again, going back to the, 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 the analogy of backpacking. So when you're getting the story, there's four stops you need to make sure you get all the story. And the first one is the beginning. The second one is the struggle. The third one is the tipping point. And the fourth one is what we call at Equipped, the new beginning. So we believe stories evolve. They don't just end. They just, you know, start over. So, so this, the beginning is often what most people miss when they're listening. We tend to hear a struggle, a problem, mm-hmm. and then we go forward, right, to the tipping point. That's, that's where we want to solve the problem or do the sale or make it better. When in fact, we, we usually miss the beginning or the context. And that's where a lot of listening is lost because we are in the middle of the story and we're not really oriented where we are. And we, we, we create a lot of misalignment because we make assumptions about, mm. oh, they, they have this need and then we go forward. Maybe that's the need, maybe that isn't the need. How many times have you actually presented what the actual need is consciously or unconsciously in the conversation? So knowing where you are, as you said, where on those four milestones are you is really, really important. Okay, how... Cause I can already hear this question going, oh shoot. But I, I thought that the struggle identifying what they're struggling with, I thought that was the beginning. I thought that was mm-hmm. what I started with. How do you get to the beginning? Like in that natural conversation flow? Okay. So it's important to know that most people think they know what their problem is. That doesn't mean they know what their problem is. So if you're going to be really successful in business, you're going to come to insights that your customers don't have. So I'll give you a, an example. So I, I was an athlete myself, not to the, your husband's level, but so I have some injuries and I, I was getting PRP treatment where they inject blood and they create healing and all this stuff. So I thought I knew exactly where my injury was. So I went into my doctor and I said, doc, it's this muscle. I Googled it, blah, blah, blah. I looked in YouTube because you might be right, but how about if we just take a look before we actually do the injection and let me confirm that. And as it turned out, it was a muscle very close to that, but not that same one. Had he injected what I asked him to do, wouldn't have done anything, right? right? So that's what we have to do when we're having conversations. So how do you do that? There's really six most powerful questions that you can use in a conversation that journalists, therapists, and great interviewers use. And one of the, and we call this the compass, by the way, because now you're on this path and it's really easy to get lost in the woods if you don't stay on the main trail. And these Mm -hmm. six questions keep you on the main trail. And the first one is, guess what? Take me back to the beginning. So that's how you get it, right? So simple. (laughs) So simple. Think about it. If you go to a movie and you are, we used to go to the movies, 
20 minutes in, what happens if you, when you're 20 minutes late to the movie, you're like, who are the characters? Right. Where does the story begin? I'm all confused. And you're trying to get oriented to where, where did we start? In conversations, it's always happening that way. We're just not aware we're disoriented. So we have to go, wait, wait, can you just take me back? Where did this start? Take me back to the beginning. And you want to buy a house. Take me back. Tell me, you know, why? Take me back to the beginning. Well, we need more space because the pandemic and my kids are home and now I'm not, I'm not in the office. I'm work. That's relevant to what their priorities are in terms of looking for a house, right? Rather than I just am ready to buy a new house. Yeah. I love that. That's so simple. So that's, do, are, are the six questions important? Like, are those things we should, we should cover yeah, really quick? Yeah, yeah sure. So I think that'll be powerful. So the first one is take me back to the beginning. The second one is tell me more. The third is, and this is really important in both business and conversation. How does that make you feel? Mm, We tend to chase facts and not feelings, but we buy emotionally, both Mm -hmm. personally and professionally. So if you're not tapping into the feelings, you're missing a lot. The next one, and and this is a natural brain thing. We want to know what happened next. So we simply ask them what happened, right? So that's the fourth. The next question will not necessarily feel like a question to people, but what you'll notice is when you're listening well, we all do this and it's like, hmm. And then, hmm, that little nod, that almost imperceptible, I want you to tell me more. It's a Mm -hmm. nonverbal question that kind of is just barely perceptible that keeps the storyteller or the talker talking and telling you more. I love that. And then the last one is... um, that sounds like you, it sounds like you felt. So it sounds like you're excited to be buying a new house or it sounds, it must, it sounds like it's a little daunting because you weren't ready to make this kind of a move, but the pandemic forced you into it. So there's, there's a reflection and let me see if I understand your feelings. I love so I'll give you an example of how those six questions alone, as a, we had a mother that was in one of our business workshops uh, at a large company, and she had a lot of guilt around being away from her six-year-old for the day. It was summertime. And so she went home and she just used those six questions. She said, tell me about your day. And he started with like the swimming pool that the little, and she said, no, no, take me back to the beginning. And then she only used that, those six questions. She said in 10 minutes, she got every part of her child's day. She was almost in tears. She said, I felt like I lived the day with him instead of not knowing what happened all day just because she changed the way she talked to him about the day by just using those six questions. I love that. I feel like we probably have some mama bear listeners that are like crying right now. Like that made me emotional just thinking about that because it's those, those little bits of connecting with your kids. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I'm like getting teary eyed. That is powerful. And it's so it's listening. It's truly listening. And it's knowing how to get them to talk to you. And it matters because we're guilty when we're divided. We, we need our careers that, that fulfills us. And we want to be good mothers and fathers. And these there's, it's like, well, they don't talk to me. I ask them because we tend to ask very prescribed and specific questions. Did you go swimming today? Well, that's yes or no. Well, how about take me back? Where did your day start? It, It changes the paradigm. So those questions are very, very powerful alone. When you marry them to the other tools, it really, like I said, you wep- you really kind of weaponize yourself as a listener to really draw out of people what matters the most. I love that so much. And I love that you brought up 
how does that make you feel? Or how did that make you feel? Because it really is so true. People are not buying facts. They're not buying the information. They're buying the emotion that you are helping them feel as you're sharing Mm -hmm. stuff. So just that little reminder of making sure that's part of the conversation. They're sharing things. They're sharing their struggles. How does that make you feel? How do you want to feel? What do you aspire to feel? You know, those things are where they're really going to get so in tune with what they want most and see the value in the solution that you have, if it is the right one. That's right. And I love that. A lot of people, women included, by the way, are nervous about asking that in business Mm. and because they feel very personal. And I say, my answer to that is, well, how personal is your business to you? Because if we think we just shut off our emotions because we're talking about business, it doesn't work that way. I had a sales manager who, who brought us in. He said, the way you discover in the sales process of how we want our people to do it. That's why I hired us. And he said, but you know that, that how does that make you feel question? I'm not sure about that. And I said, you realize I've asked you that every single call we've had. He goes, you did? I said, yeah. I said, it's the most powerful question. No one will ever notice you asked, but they will answer it. Like you would not believe you would not believe. Yeah. Yeah. So powerful. Remember that nugget, you guys, that's one that you can literally apply today. That's so powerful. We are taking a quick time out so I can fill you on some, fill you in on something that is literally changing my entire world. For all of my mamas out there and dads, this is for all parents. I started a course that has changed the game in our home. And I am never, ever, ever going to be below learning and implementing and trying to improve. And when I find something that is helping me in the area that matters most to me, which is motherhood, I am going to shout it out from the rooftops as much as I can. So I got this course, Changing the Game, and I want to give you guys access to her free webinar. You don't have to pay for anything. This is totally free, but I want you to get connected to her tools and resources. Amy has created this program. It's called Positive Parenting Solutions, and she's basically equipping parents to just understand our children better, understand how to parent in the world that we live in now, because things are so different than the way that we grew up. And so if you feel like you are struggling getting your kids to listen, you're struggling with them obeying, you're struggling with them helping around the house and contributing, and they're fighting with each other, and you feel like you're yelling all the time and they're not listening. All of those things are kind of where I felt. And I'm like, I've got to change something. I've got to figure something out. And so when I learned about this, I was all hands on deck and it has literally changed the game. So to get access to her totally free webinar, it's 60 minutes. You'll walk away with new knowledge, new tools that you can put in play immediately. Go get access at micafolsomfit.com slash parenting. That'll give you access to her free webinar. If you choose to do the course, it I promise you it will be the best money you ever spent. I would have spent like 50 times more than what she's charging for her course because it literally has changed so many things in our family. And I think if you're anything like me, that's what we want most. We want harmony. We want joy. We want sweet memories. We want strong relationships. We want our our kids to actually like each other. We want them to build and grow with strong values And that's what she's really focusing on. And it's just fundamental stuff that we become more aware of that we can then put into play. 
So go get access once again to our webinar, micafulsomfit.com slash parenting. And literally you guys share this link with all of your friends, any of your friends who have kids. I wish I would have known about this stuff sooner. So go get access and we'll get back to the show. Okay. Where are we at on the, on the six steps? So we're up to the compass, which is that, that guide, those questions. Perfect. So, so now, now if you've you have the map and you know, the milestones and you've, you think you've kind of gotten the story now it's time to do what you did, which is say, let me see, you know, let me reflect and make sure I heard what you actually said, right? So we call that the flashlight because you have to kind of shine a light on what's important. You don't want to just regurgitate everything somebody said, right? You want to ref- reflect it in a way that's powerful. So both facts and emotions, let me summarize for you what I heard, which is what you did earlier. So most people don't do that and that alone helps you stand out. I I was on a call at one o'clock today and it was somebody's bringing me in to do a talk. And I said, you know what, let me just see if I understand so far. And I reflect, she goes, wow, you are a good listener. (laughs) It it was just because it's not typically what happens. We just keep going and we keep talking. And I just hit pause and went, let's see. And she goes, yep, that's it. (laughs) So it's important. It's important. Yeah. And when we're, when we're looking at this, I'm trying to like, I really want our listeners to be able to piece this and understand how it's applicable right now. So Mm -hmm. when I think about reflecting and summarizing, one of the things that, um, I've learned over the years is when you have a solution or when you have something to sell, something to give something, a service to help solve a problem, there's a million different directions you can go most Mm -hmm. of the time. And I feel like when we struggle is when we get so boxed in to how we talk about it, how we sell it, how we, whatever. And something that's helped me over the years is really kind of identifying keywords. Mm -hmm. When I hear certain words in what they're sharing, it helps me go, okay, she just said this, which means this is going to help fill that gap. This is what she needs. And then when I'm talking to them, it's so much easier to do this reflection and go, I know you shared this. This is something that's important to you. This is something you're struggling with. And then it points me in the correct direction rather than feeling like I have to go one way, no matter what. That's right. And and that's very smart of you to realize that. So I'll say that same thing a little differently, but to hopefully just capture it. The most powerful story you can tell someone is their own. Love that. So that's what you're doing. I heard a word that matters let me make sure I reflect that word because that's their story. Yeah. My story matters, but your story matters more to me. And if I, ha- if I help you see that I get your story, then, then I'm different, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm, I'm making it about you and, and I need to understand to be able to solve anyway. So when you're doing that reflection, you're telling the person their own story and that's really powerful. It's I really powerful. That. Yeah. They, I feel like in a world where we're getting thrown so much content and social media, we're getting talked at a lot all the time. So, Like when you really take time to listen, they're going to be like, hold up. This is it's, new. This feels new. good. Right. Yeah. Like, it, it feels really it. good. It feels yeah. really, really good. Have you ever, I mean, I'm the person who wants my dressing on the side. I don't want onions. I like, I'm the nightmare for the waitress <laughs> or waiter. And I, 
But what makes me so tense is when they won't write it down or reflect back to me what I'm thinking it's going to come out wrong. Right. Right. So the, the person that says, let me tell you what I heard and Mm -hmm. they reflect the order. I'm, I feel amazing. Even if they get it wrong, I don't care (laughs) because I know they made the effort. Right. So it's a reassurance thing. And maybe it's just a simple example, but it makes so much sense. Perfect. Every conversation we need to do that. Every conversation, it doesn't have to be five minutes. It's 30 seconds, 90 seconds. And it's, I get you. Yeah. I love it so much. And this is such a, uh, how oftentimes in motherhood are we like, our kids are talking to us when we're cooking, when we're doing different mm-hmm. things and you're just going that. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And then this makes me teary eyed too. I'm such a jerk sometimes when you do or this you and, care, or you right? care. <laughs> well, and then you look over and you see your kid and they're like, you totally are not even listening to me. Mm-hmm. And they just know, like, they're not stupid. They know. And that's just like, this is just a perfect reminder. It literally takes 10 extra seconds to turn and look at them and truly listen. So like, thanks yeah. for the reminder to my guy. Sure. Well, and uh, look, is it reasonable? That's hard to listen in those moments. So here's another way. So you might go, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, it sounds like you have something really important on your mind and you want me to pay attention. How about give me two minutes and then I'm going to give you my attention. We don't always have to respond with exactly what's want. We just have to acknowledge the need because we're, we're divided. So kids have to learn to understand mommy has feelings too. (laughs) This is part of how we develop empathy, by the way. But if we hear them first, then it's okay. This is how we earn the right to tell people something they don't want to hear. If you just Mm -hmm. say, I don't have time right now, I'm busy. They feel rejected. If you say, I hear it's important, but I want to give you the time you've earned the right. People have said to me a lot over the years, why don't I mind it when you tell me something I really don't I said, well, not for nothing. I make sure I spend a lot of time that I truly understand before I go in that direction. Yeah. Yeah. Makes so much sense. Okay. Pulling myself together. (laughs) (laughs) So that's, so that's the flashlight. Just shine, just shine a light on the parts of the story that matter. Okay. And then that's number four. Now we're on that path. All these down. And all these tools, and and these are in the book as well. What does it cost you not to listen? Um, And so the next tool in your backpack is is to affirm that the reflection was accurate. And so this is just so natural for me to say now, and and this isn't a term that I invented or created. This was actually Mike Bosworth who invented solution selling. 
but he wrote in his book about, do I get you? I, I worked with Mike for a time and it's really, it's, do I understand you? Do I get you? Not, do I get your story? Do I get it? Do I get the facts? Which is what we tend to do. Mm -hmm. So I reflect, Hey, this is what I heard in 30 to 90 seconds. And then rather than assume we're good, I go, did I get you? Simple. Do I understand you? <laughs> Are we on the yep. same page? Am I, am I, yeah. Am I picking up what you're throwing down here? And people will tell you, and it doesn't, that's another one that people think is that that's kind of weird to say, but frankly, when you just take the time to say, I want to make sure I got you mm -hmm. people are like, yeah. Or they'll say, actually you sort of, but there's, this is what you missed. And they'll tell you yeah. more. They'll tell you more. That. And that's the sweet spot when they get to that telling you more, that's the good. That's stuff. right. That's right. And that question, by the way, begets a lot of, a lot. If when you say, tell me more, it gets a lot. Yeah. A lot of out of people. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. And then number six. So this is, this is a little bit of judo. So this is more complicated to do and takes more, um, a little bit more practice because this is the art of listening versus the science. Those first five tools are really, here are the step-by-steps and you don't have to really stray too far. You can go in a, in a straight line. The, the last tool or the sixth tool is what we call mini reflections or, or ref, mini reflecting throughout the story along the way. And this is where interrupting is okay, not to talk, but interrupting to understand. Mm. And that's a big difference. We tend to interrupt to talk or to tell our own story or to make a sale or to say something or to give advice versus, wait, wait, can you stop for a second? I want to make sure I get you. And then you reflect in the middle of the story so that you're on the path together. Like, just like hikers, one might get ahead, right? And one might fall behind. You have to have these check-ins to make sure you're, you're kind of on the path together. And as you're, as you're the guide in the conversation, which I believe the listener should be, then you, you can't, if you're getting too far ahead or behind, you're not stepping step. It's your responsibility to make sure you're holding on together to the, to the other side of the story. I love that. And that's perfect. And that makes the conversation just flow so much more naturally. If you're getting mm -hmm. off path and you're going in different directions, that's going to get awkward real quick. Absolutely. So and or you're not going to, or you're going to think you heard what you wanted to hear, not what mm. you did hear. And we tend to do that, especially when we're passionate about our businesses, we are passionate about our solutions. So we tend to think, oh, they said that little nugget, therefore they want to buy from me rather than, let me see if I get you. This is what yeah. I heard. And then going to that solution. I love that. I have a specific question for you. So okay. someone, this actually just came up in a conversation with someone that I work with personally, and she was saying, okay, so I'm really good at building relationships. I love chatting with women, but I really struggle with the idea that I know that I have something that can help them. And at some point I want to talk with them about it. Mm -hmm. Like I feel she was feeling kind of slimy, guilty mm -hmm. about, around that. How, like, what, can we unpack that a little bit? I feel like she, if she's feeling it, probably many others are. And what questions, like, how do we learn how to ask the right questions? So it's navigating so naturally that you get rid of that. Like, I'm just, I have an agenda and this mm -hmm. is what I'm doing. You know, does that make sense? It makes total sense. And, you know, my, my personal belief is I think women sometimes are taught it's, it's hard to ask for, for what we're not socialized for that mm -hmm. naturally. Yeah. Now, I, I think that's changing as, as the world is changing and hopefully generations coming up are learning something different. Right. But I think that's part of it. I, I don't, 
to me, it's not the specific questions you ask. It's really, I mean, are those the only six questions you're ever going to ask? Certainly not. But fundamentally, you'll get more from those questions than anything else. Yeah. If the, I think the reframe is, if I really have taken the time to understand, then I've earned the right to say, yeah, you know, to tell. Right? Yeah. And, and people will open the door wide if you do that. So I often say, once, you know, here's the story I heard, such as, do I get you? Is it all right if I tell you what I think now? I love that. Is it all right if I talk about what I think could help you now? And if they yeah. say no, you're like, filter done. This is a filtering tool. I'm not selling to you because we sell to people that don't want to buy and we waste a lot of our time. Mm. But selling is about filtering and knowing who your customers are and who your customers are not pretty quickly. So you spend time with the people that will buy. So if you just that. pivot to, you're really the tipping point in the story. Once you understand their struggle, if you think you can help them, simply ask, is it all right if I tell you what I think? Yeah, that's so simple. <laughs> it's just asking for permission to share what you have that can help them. I mean, especially when you're, when you're in a conversation and they're sharing that they have a struggle, when they're sharing frustration, when they're sharing yes. that there's a need, if you don't share with them what can bless their life, what are you even doing? Like, that's right. right. That's right. So I love that. Just, is it okay if I share something that's really, that I feel like could really help you in this? Like, that's so simple. It, and it, and then the guilt's gone. Cause you're, you're asking for the permission yeah. to do so. I never tell anybody something. And I've had to tell people as an executive coach over the years, things they really don't want to hear. I would never tell somebody really bad news without telling them that I'm going to tell them bad news. And is that okay? Cause I want to be in it with them, not yeah. like they're feeling put upon. So it's really okay to let them give you that permission. I love that. Same with and our kids, same with our kids, by the way, imagine yeah, can we asking talk about that for a second. Yeah. Let's dig in. Let's dig into having conversations with our children a little bit deeper. Cause I know we have so many mamas that are listening and this is going to mm -hmm. be so valuable. Yeah. So, well, I'll just tell you one of the things that happened, I told you that story about the mom who, who mm -hmm. talked to her six-year-old, but we have this, we impact a lot of men too. So I want the, the women to hear this as well. So one of the men in our workshop went home and we asked him to gather the teams to gather a story from a loved one using the path, the tools. And he came in the next day and said, he got the first unelicited hug from his 16 year old daughter that he had gotten in three years after oh one gosh. conversation, one conversation, because think about it, how many, I know I, he was crying, his teammates were crying. We were thrilled with that benefit. We know that when people do that in their personal lives, they're going to do it in their business, but to just change the relationship with a father and a daughter for a moment in time, he said, I don't know how to thank you it's because amazing. he didn't know how to reach her. And it wasn't like they didn't have a good relationship at all. It was just, it took it to a different level. So when you ask those feeling questions, when you tap in, you're creating a connection that earns you the right to be the parent in a different way. Mm. So it's, it's okay to understand the emotions and still have to punish because you were out of line or you have to ground them or whatever. It's just really about making sure that they feel understood and why you have to take that action. So, yeah, I love it. I love that so much. I'm actually doing a, <laughs> this is a little story. I'm actually doing a parenting course right now. It's called positive parenting solutions and it is incredible. And mm. 
I just like one of my strongest desires in life is to just, I want my kids to just love each other so much. I have five kids and I just want there to be like harmony and peace. Mm -hmm. And obviously I'm a normal human and we have lots of chaos and and friction and, you know, and so I'm like, okay, what can I do? Like, I just always like to know that I'm learning and growing and, and tweaking where I can. And one of the things that is so taught in this program is one, 10 minutes every single day with each child. And she calls it mind, body, soul time. Mm. And it is getting on their level, speaking their language, doing what they enjoy, no distractions, no phone out, no anything. And since implementing this alone, it is like night and day difference. Just how Oh, you can just see it. They just, they, they love they thrive. Yes. It's like, and that's so little, like if you think about it, 10 minutes a day, mm-hmm. world a devoted of time. Yes, That's so smart. I, again, I was trained as a systems family therapist and I saw the pain of disconnection in families, real disconnect. We're, we're overindulgence by the way, which is also a lot. There's a lot of pain in overindulgence because mm. we think giving our kids everything is the answer. Yes. Learning to understand no. And and conflict is really is really powerful, but it the premise of the book for me and why I've been in this work is I think we're all thirsting to be understood. Yeah. We're we're especially think about this pandemic. It it only shined a light how how much deprivation we have of understanding. So what you're doing in those ten minutes is you're saying this is I want to understand your world. I'm coming to your level. Adults need that. Kids need that. And, and that gift you get, look, I saw your face. <laughs> they might get, and you're, you're raising humans here, yeah. but you're getting something back as their mother. That is Absolutely. so incredible that it, it, that's the beauty of listening. Well, you, when you give that gift, you get much more in return in my, in my view. hundred percent. I'm with you on that. I love it so much. Oh my heavens. I'm like, why am I crying so much? I promise I'm not pregnant. I don't know what is going on. This is just like, maybe it's because it's so close to my heart right now with everything I'm learning and implementing and like the shifts that I'm feeling. I know like, this is so powerful. So let's remind them, where can they get your book? I feel like 100% of humans need to go grab it right now. Where can they get it? Yeah. Don't be scared that it's a, it's a business-minded book, even if you want to read it for personal life. This is a, a relationship book, first and foremost, because relationships are a business. Yep. Um, they can go to Amazon. They can go to Barnes & Noble. They you know, order what is it costing you not to listen.com. So all the major outlets. It'll, the audio book will be out at the end of uh, the month if anybody's interested awesome. in that, that venue. Yeah. So awesome. You guys go grab it. How can they get connected with you? Is it social, your website? What's the best I'm, place? Well, social C miles listens. So that's one. Um, also equipped dash people. I'll spell equipped because we're really equipping people, equipping people with the human skills. So it's EQUIPT-people.com. So, or, you know, and if you buy the book, my contact information's in there so they can contact me personally anyway. Awesome. Awesome. Christine, thank you so much. Thank you so much for teaching us all of these things to raising awareness around this. These are like these, my, my whole podcast is based around the premise of like the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Like these are the things, Mm -hmm. these are the little things that lots of people go through life and just never know about. So, and it's the little things that make the biggest difference, right? hundred percent. Yeah. So I, I applaud you what you're doing every day to bring kind of this knowledge base to people and and women, especially to help their lives be better. Cause we know there's a trickle effect, right? We Absolutely. know when their lives are better, 
the people around them, their lives are better. So I appreciate what you're doing. You're the best. You're so sweet. Thank you so much, so much. You guys go follow her on social, go get connected with her. And most of all, go grab her book because whether or not you want to improve your relationship, the relationship you have with your kids, your business, just life in general, this is one that will bless your life. So go snag it. And Christine, thank you so much again for being here. Thank you. All right. We'll see you back here next week. You guys make sure you share your favorite 15 second nugget on Instagram, tag her and tag me at Micah Folsom fit. We love, love to hear what resonates because that's when we know like, okay, we're on the right path. We're sharing the message that needs Mm -hmm. to be heard. So thank you guys so much once again, for sharing those things and sharing it with your friends. It means the world. We'll see you back here in a week. Bye. Wrapping up another episode. And I just want to thank you for sticking around before you head out. I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me. If you left this podcast, a quick review, wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me at Micah Folsom fit so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams because if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your crap. What if I told you that you can support your blood pressure and healthy CoQ10 levels with two chews a day? The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. That's like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 supports your cardiovascular health. Visit RadioBeats.com and find out how you can get a free 30-day supply on bundles and save 15% with the promo code DEAL. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.